Welcome to Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage, the show that gives you a chance to hang with today's top contemporary jazz artists. I'm your host, Carl Brown. Hey, good day, everybody. This is Carl Brown, and welcome to another episode of Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. With the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival right around the corner, we're going to be highlighting some of the artists that will be at that festival. Uh, Today's guest is one such artist. He's been making quite the name for himself and his band, The Jazz Men, in our mutual hometown of Milwaukee, Wisconsin. He will be providing the entertainment on the Fresh Coast Cruise, and he and his, and his band, The Jazz Men, will be providing the entertainment at the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival nightcap on Saturday, August 27th. Please welcome to the show trumpeter, composer, and, um, and, and band leader, Mr. N- Mr. Nate Mayfield. Nate, thanks for joining us today, man. Oh, man. It's a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, so I want to start with having you share with our listeners how this musical journey started for you. It's a great question. Should I start with how I um, started playing an instrument? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, take us, take, right, take so, us back to the beginning. All right, all right. The origins. <laughs> all right, cool. So um, my mom, she happens to be a jazz lover. Okay. And... Um, she used to go to jazz concerts all the time and she uh you know with her being a jazz lover she wanted she wanted me to you know do jazz as well and okay. um she actually wanted me to play the saxophone but i me being hard-headed i chose the trumpet <laughs> <laughs> and so um after i started playing the uh, trumpet in, in middle school one day my mom she she came home from a uh, from a concert it was a Walter Beasley concert. Okay. Uh, he, I don't know. I don't know if you know him. He's a, he's a saxophonist. Yes, I'm very um, familiar with him. Yeah, real good saxophonist. She came home from um, one of his concerts with a DVD. Uh huh. And she gave it to me. She said, "Hey, learn this." Okay. <laughs> and so uh, I popped the DVD in, and um, and uh, I learned all of his all of his all of his songs. And I tra- I should say I transposed all of his songs, note for note. Um, okay. By ear. And that's that's kind of what um, um, instilled in me, you know, my passion, my passion for jazz. I really, I really, I really instilled the passion of jazz. How old were you when you did that? You transposed all of his songs by ear, note for note. How old were you then? Yeah, no, I was in um, I was in middle school, man. I, okay. I was, it was it was early middle school. Um, I want well, I should say late late middle school. It was late middle school when I did that. Wow. So. So yeah, I was I was pretty young, man. Um, but I have an ear for a ear, an ear for music. So uh-huh. um, you know, it was kind of it was kind of a natural thing for me. Honestly, it wasn't even that uh, it wasn't even that difficult for me. It was more fun than anything. Okay. You know. Okay. Huh. So, yeah. That's pretty impressive, man. So appreciate it. Why did you choose the trumpet? Other than being different from what your mom told you to play, why did you choose the trumpet? Yeah. So um. When I was in middle school, you know, we we were obviously um, I was obviously faced with, you know, with instruments to choose. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking around and I saw saxophone players playing saxophone. I saw some trumpet players and, and whatnot. And the trumpet, it, it just kind of stood out to me in, in a number of ways. Number one, to me, it seemed like a dominant instrument. OK. Like, it, you know, it just seemed like a very dominant instrument. It's obviously an instrument that demands to be heard. Mm-hmm. and. Uh, I just felt like it it kind of it kind of fit my character at the time and you know um along with that obviously I just wanted to uh I just wanted to you know play something 
a, a little bit different, even though, you know, trumpet is, is not that different than, than a saxophone. But I feel like, you know, the saxophone is a little bit more, you know, people are drawn more to like saxophones. So mm-hmm. uh, I just wanted to do something different. I feel like it was a dominant, dominant instrument that that, um, that fit my character a little bit. Yeah. So, I, you know, I talked to Trump. And you know what, though? <laughs> I'm actually not even being completely honest with you, man. Um <laughs> I originally, you know, the first instrument that I actually chose uh-huh. was the trombone. Okay. I actually chose the trombone. Huh. And I, but I brought that home. I bought the trombone home and I played a couple of notes. Uh-huh. And my mom heard it. She said, take that thing back. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right, cool. And then, um, you know, that that's when I did a uh, trumpet. But I, I still did choose the trumpet for those reasons that I yeah. gave you earlier, though. It was that, just I did choose the uh, trombone first. That's cool. That's cool. So yeah. I got to tell you, like, um, I started hearing about you and your music probably about a year ago when I first heard mm-hmm. about you and your music here in Milwaukee. Yeah. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like, you know, fast forward and I see you and your band everywhere doing all kinds of things. Right. So mm-hmm. tell us, tell our audience what it's like what it's been like trying to make a name for yourself and your band in music i started uh obviously uh the the jasmine brand um that i came up with it um it's actually hasn't hasn't been around that that long mm-hmm. um um i would say that i, I started the brand early last year mm-hmm. early mm-hmm. last year okay and um I put the team together and um, I have, I have one vision in mind and I was just to, you know, um, I just wanted people to, to, to hear the music that I have inside of me. And, uh, that's been my vision. And, um, it's been quite a journey, man. Um, honestly, mm-hmm. I, uh, but most, more, um, more importantly, it's been fun. You know, it, it's, it's, I just been enjoying it. Um, you know, yeah. as, as I go, go, go along. You know, sometimes it's, uh, you know, it's it's definitely um, a responsibility trying yeah. to trying to get the brand out there. And yeah. um, but, you know, um, the, the, uh, the, the main thing for me is that it's a passion. It's something that yeah. I really want to just push. It's something that I really enjoy doing. It's something that I really it's in my heart. So I'm just driven. I'm ambitious. And, you know, um, with, with that comes opportunities. Yeah. And um, I just try to just go out there and my best foot forward and, and, and leave no stone unturned and, and exhaust all my resources man and, and it turns into opportunities for me and it definitely um turns into brand definitely getting out there more yeah that's awesome that's awesome talk to us a little mm-hmm. bit about like what your process is for making music i mean you play you obviously you have your band the jasmine but you also do solo stuff so what's your process like for making music it, it, as a part of either of those entities your solo work or the or the work with the band yeah, so um right now lately I've been focusing on um what I mainly do is I uh I take a lot of popular um R&B pop songs and um uh, I transpose them mm-hmm. um on uh, on the trumpet I learn them I ear and then you know I I uh I play those covers and then what I do is I add like a uh I add like a jazz feel to it, okay. you know. I kind of turn it into my own my own thing. So it starts off as as the original song. And, you know, and then I kind of turn it into my own thing, giving it my own jazz personality or whatnot. And that's what I do um, with my solos. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do with, uh, with, with the full band as well. I, I, w- I would say the main thing that we do is it, not, it, I guess you could say we're a cover band, but we like to, I like for us 
and myself included when I'm doing solos, but I, I like for us to, to be, be free mm-hmm. in our expression of music, okay. you know, and um, so we, you know, we take those covers, we do the covers and then we just get lost in the song and, and, mm-hmm. we can, and it, it, go, it, it goes wherever we take it, man. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I feel, I feel like it, I feel like it works out best that way. Yeah. Good. Mm-hmm. So when you know. somebody comes to see you guys play, what are you hoping they'll walk away with? Oh man. So just depends on, you know, the person. Mm-hmm. Um, cause you know, um, honestly, I feel like music is, is, is a very powerful instrument in today's life. Yeah. You know, it, it can, it can definitely have an, an influence on, on people in a positive and a negative way. And, um, I would like my music to have a positive influence on people. I would like, or if someone's had a bad day and they, and they hear me, mm-hmm. I would, I would like, for, I would like for them to walk away and be like, hey, man, that that definitely just lifted my spirits, and yeah. and um, and I've actually had people come up to me after they've heard me, and they they said, man, though I needed this, man, I really needed this. Uh, you really just changed my whole energies, and I was yeah. having a bad day or a bad week. And you know, when I hear that, you know, it definitely um, mission accomplished for me, man, because mm-hmm. that's that's really one of my main goals is is put a lot of positive energy out there and uh, promote positive energy and, and good vibes through yeah. through my music man good you know, that, that's all i really want to do that's fantastic that's, that's fantastic are there mm-hmm. artists that you would say have influenced your sound or your approach to to music i wouldn't give all the credit to one 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 artist yeah. you know i i um but you know believe it or not i actually uh w- would gr- give more credit to to singers okay honestly man yeah. to singers i listen i listen to singers and i admire them. i actually wanted to be a singer when i was coming up okay um and um obviously that, that wasn't my calling and <laughs> that wasn't that was not my calling so but you know when i play my instrument man, a lot of times i uh i learn um you know songs that, that people sing mm-hmm. and you know stuff that that people do with their voice you know i like to do it on my trumpet and uh you know i, I feel like uh, definitely it helped inspire, you know, um, my sound. Yeah. You know, listening to different army artists. Now I will, I will say that there are musicians that, you know, uh, instrument musicians that I've, that I've listened to that definitely inspired me to do certain things, you know, okay. on my instrument. But, um, but yeah, but, you know, I would give more credit to, uh, to, uh, singers, honestly. Great. So you mentioned that. So I guess my thinking was right in line because the time I started hearing about you guys was about the time you guys started doing what you do. Right. So so you really only been doing this for a couple of years now. So where are you? And, and like I said, you know, you guys have been really, really, you know, out there quite a bit um, here locally. So what are your aspirations career wise? Where are you hoping to see this this road take you? Oh, man, the sky's the limit. Yeah. The sky is the limit man um you know i enjoy you know um just doing stuff uh, around around um you know locally right now i've been i've been um introduced to a lot of a lot of great avenues here in milwaukee and um i've had the chance to you know to uh i've had a lot of great opportunities happen for me here in milwaukee so i've been enjoying the journey here in milwaukee but obviously i like to uh i like to expand you know Mm -hmm. um past Milwaukee into, you know, other states and maybe into other uh to other countries, man. Mm-hmm. I like to I like to work with more established artists. Um, you mm-hmm. know, just 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 wherever it takes me, man. I'm just I'm just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying the, 
enjoying the journey, man. Yeah, um, good and, for uh, you. You know, I'm just letting it take me wherever, wherever it may. You okay. Know? But the sky's the limit. Yeah. You mentioned wanting to work with some other artists. Are there, is there a wish list of people that you want to collaborate with? <laughs> um, yeah. So, um, there are a couple of artists that I would like to, uh, work with in, um, in the future. One of them being, um, one of your, your, uh, one of the people you've, uh, that's been on a podcast show here. His name okay. is Najee. Yeah. Um, you know, I would like to work with him one day. Um, there's this other guy, his name is, um, Masego. Uh-huh. Yeah, um, he, I think he's a really cool cat, man. He, he has a really interesting sound, but saxophone, you know, he does a little bit of singing and rapping and stuff too. Um, I like to work with him as well. I think he has a really unique sound, something that, that, uh, that I feel like I could, uh, something I feel like I could catch. Mm-hmm. So, um, there are a couple of couple of people that I would like to work with. Um, right along with, um, I would honestly say I like to work with uh, some R and B cats too, man. Okay, for real. Like who? Like I grew up. I, I grew up listening to a lot of a lot of Tank, yeah. man. Um, that guy is so 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 talented with the vocals, man. And you know his music is it's the last of a dying breed, man. Honestly, yeah. but uh, I would definitely appreciate it, man. If I could, you know. Bless one of his, bless one of his songs. Um, yeah. one day, man, I feel like I feel like I could, I could definitely uh catch one of his songs because he, because he has that soulful sound. Yeah, that, that soulful sound that I like. A lot of singers nowadays, in my opinion, it's not like it used to be, man. They, I don't feel uh-huh. like singers sing from the soul anymore, man. Um, and not like how it used to be in the nineties and stuff like that. Tanky has that soulful sound, and uh, I feel like I have a soulful sound. So I feel like, man, if you if you put me on a track with him. It's going to be real soulful, man. Yeah, so I, yeah. I love to do something with him. Real, so. I love the point that you talk about people not singing with that passion. Um, yeah. I was, my daughter is 16, and we were driving around the other day, and um, a remake of Shaka Khan's Ain't Nobody came on, and mm-hmm. it was like Shaka is all passion, right? Like you just yeah, you feel it in every word that she sings, right? And this mm-hmm, remake did not have any of that. And my daughter, who's yeah. like I said, who's only 16, she was like, ooh, wow, like, this is not working for me, you know? And it nah, was, nah, and we nah, had nah. that conversation about this, uh, that very conversation about the importance of passion as, yeah. a, as, a, as a musician, right? Like, I think being technically sound is good, but I think for me, I'd rather have somebody who is... 100% passionate and technically good versus somebody who's 100% technically proficient and lacking the passion because otherwise you don't feel anything. I feel like it's our job to our number one, the number one thing, it should be heartfelt. You should be passionate about it. Yeah. It should come from the heart. The moment you do that, you know, the, the crowd's going to feel it and yeah. the crowd should feel it every single time. And, um, that's our number one responsibility as artists and musicians, man. I know that's my goal as a, as a, as a, as a, as an artist and musician, man. I, I want to, I want to, you know, it comes from the heart. And yeah. so yeah. I want people to, you know, I want people to feel it. I just feel like nowadays, a lot of the music that that's out there, man, you know, it's not heartfelt, man. It's not from the heart anymore. Singers, rappers, you know, um, you know, whatever, whatever genre is mm-hmm. just, I, I don't feel like there's a lot of heartfelt music yeah. out there. I feel like, you know, people might just do it for their fame or, or whatever reason it is, for yeah. the money or whatnot. But I just don't feel like it's, it's a lot of heartfelt music out there anymore. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing what I'm doing is because I want to I put it back out there, man. I want to 
you know, I want to put that heartfelt, soulful music back, you know, back out there. Not saying that it's not out there already. But yeah. It's just, yeah. It's not, it's not as out there as it should be, man. I feel like the, the other music is taking over more. So, yeah. Yeah. So, well, that's yeah. a good point. Well, let's listen to something that, that you created some heartfelt music. This is your song, Black Star. Okay. That was today's guest, Nate Mayfield, and his song, Black Star. So what would you say for you is the thing about being a musician that drives you to keep trying and keep evolving and keep, you know, looking for what's new and what's next? It's in me, man. It's in mm-hmm. me. It's just, it's the number one thing is, is, is ambition, man. It's, you know, I, I love what I do. And, and, um, you know, with the, the ambition that sent me just drives me, man. I, I wake up every day and, and then the first thing that's on my mind is music. And the last thing I'm on, on my mind before I go to bed is music. I practice every day. Uh-huh. And, you know, it's just, it's just one of those things that sent me, man. And it, it always will be. Yeah. So, yeah. Is it, are there, you know, um, what would you say are the challenges of being a musician and the challenges of, of your career right now? Oh, uh, man. Um, the challenges. I guess one of the challenges, you know, for me personally, I would say is just certain opportunities. Mm-hmm. Certain opportunities aren't aren't always available. Certain opportunities, specific opportunities, aren't always available to to me. Yeah. Um. Being me, being you know me, being who I am, and, and so you know it, it definitely limits me 
two other opportunities. You know, one day, obviously, you know, all the opportunities will be available to me, but, you know, just kind of being fresh on the scene, mm-hmm. you know, kind of limited, limited on, on, on certain opportunities. Um, yeah. And it's definitely not because of a lack of, a lack of skill or, or talent or hard work that I put in or professionalism, yeah. you know, because I, I definitely have, have all of that. It's just, you know, every, every opportunity isn't, isn't, isn't available yeah. to me right or right now. And that's, you know, it's very, sometimes it's kind of frustrating because, you know, the opportunities that you want, you know, aren't always, aren't always the ones that you can work hard to get. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, I'm a, I'm I'm a, I'm going to share a little something with you, man. And I think you know we we did our first Fresh Coast Jazz Festival in 2019. We had a young man, local uh, artist that we were became aware of. His name was uh, his name is Marcus Adams, and uh, we had Marcus play the exact same slots that you're playing at the festival this year, right? This was in 2019. Mm-hmm. And Marcus mm-hmm. expressed a similar thing to me at that time but that you just expressed about a desire to see his career move and grow and be exposed to more opportunity. Marcus, it's certainly not, I'm not trying to take any credit for it because it's not anything we did other than give him a platform. But Marcus is now like one of the most sought after saxophone players with some of the biggest names in smooth jazz. He tour, he's, he's on the road regularly with Julian Vaughn with mm. um uh Brian Simpson with Peter White with Rick Braun and so he has really like he has become a sought after musician to all of these really really big name smooth jazz stars and it's just I tease him and I say you know you go you know you got to give me an invitation to the party <laughs> when you get your grammy right but yeah. I say that to say to you that you know what your 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 day is gonna come, you know. So mm-hmm. I know it can be frustrating sometimes, but Marcus is a great example of somebody in the same position who is now like he's blowing up and he's blowing up big and he's like he is noticed and recognized by all these people who are at the top of the game. Nice, nice, nice. So hang in nice. there. Don't don't give up on that dream, man. That's important. That's important. Oh no, I mean I could. I could never give up. Nothing could ever kill the dream that's in me, man. You know, I'm, I'm going to keep going no matter what. Good, so, good. So yeah. I want to listen to some more of your music, but I want to I want to go back and I want to I want to uh, address something you said earlier. You said you view yourself as kind of a cover band, but the music we're playing on today's episode is original music, right? And you know what? It is. Uh, it's original music that was um, produced 100 percent by me and and, um this is actually before i even put together my band yeah um and so (laughs) the story behind that is i did this album called reincarnation i did that album for my birthday in 2020 and um that album was it, it was kind of like a way for me to just push myself yeah, to get out to really just take on the you know the music thing full steam ahead because you know years prior I wasn't even I wasn't even I was hardly doing any any music man I was in the workforce I was actually uh, working at Choir Graphics man okay. um, um, for years hardly doing any music and pandemic hit and um, I, I kind of you know the hours went down or whatnot and 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 I and I uh, and I was like you know what. Let me do this music stuff, man. Because yeah. you know, even 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 while I was even while I wasn't doing the music, 
the music was calling me. It, it always mm-hmm. had a way of, of just getting my attention. I'd be somewhere, you know, at a cafe or something like that. And I hear like this jazz and it just yeah. catches my ear. Like, and then I just go in my head as if I'm playing the trumpet and start trying to play along with it in my head and stuff. And it uh-huh. just, you know, it's just, it, it just, it just definitely had a way of just calling me. So, you know, when, 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 when the opportunity came for me to, for me to, um, you know, uh, start doing my music full time, you know, I, uh, I definitely uh, took that opportunity and that happened um, in the form of um, this pandemic and, 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 and uh, I needed a way to push myself mm-hmm. and, and I really needed a way to just keep myself going. Cause you know, when you're starting something all over again, it's kind of, you know, it's easy to get discouraged and stuff like that. So yeah. I was just like, you know what, let me do this album. Let me do an album, man. And, um, and so, uh, you know, I put the, I put the album together it was 100 uh, percent produced by me. I, honestly, I'm, I, I don't consider myself a, a piano player or a bass player or a drum player mm-hmm. or, or 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 you know by any means. I'm just really really good with the ear, and so you know with that I was able to you know create my my soundtracks that I played along to and um, that you hear in the album. And I was able to um you know for my birthday October 24th, 2020, I was able to release that reincarnation album. And um, it was definitely uh, it, def- it definitely was a great accomplishment, you know, within myself. And it felt really good to be able to do that. And um, it was really successful for me anyways, because a lot of people, you know, um, was drawn to it. Yeah. And a lot of people liked it. Yeah, it was just, a, 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 you know, something that I did for myself to uh, you know, push myself in. And, you know, the, the crazy thing, you know, when I'm doing my shows now, I really don't don't do a lot of my original songs, mm-hmm. mainly because I feel like. I kind of do the assignment, you know, which sure. is, you know, when I'm at certain venues, I feel like people can relate more to stuff that they, they know and already have heard and some, you know, some stuff that they can sing along to. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of why I stick to, you know, my, uh, you know, the R&B covers. Yeah. You know, yeah. People, people seem to be drawn more to it. Like I'll be at a show and I'll be, I'll be performing like, Leave the door open, Bruno Mars. Uh-huh. And people would just be people would just be singing along with me, man, while I'm while, while I'm playing the trumpet. Yeah. Man. Uh, and and I know that hey, man, they're really feeling this thing right now. And then I take off and I do my own thing, and you know, for a little bit, and then I go right back into the melodies and they'll sing along and stuff like that. So I feel like that right there is a way for me to connect with the crowd more and and um, yeah. uh, um for, for for right now, anyway. Understand. Understand yep. completely. Yeah. So we're gonna play another one of your songs, but I gotta ask you a little bit about this song because I was just struck by the title. The title is NBS, and I was wondering, okay, well, what <laughs> what does that stand for? I think I have an idea what it stands for, and how did that song come about? Yeah, so it stands for exactly what you think it stands okay, for. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and so um, I guess you can say that it. The, the title came from, I just wanted to create a song that people can identify with as far as like dealing with, you know, certain things in their life that they really yeah. shouldn't have to deal with. They, yep. they, they really don't need to deal with. And, you know, and so I guess if you, if you can listen to that song and, and get inspired to no longer deal with certain things, yeah. leave certain things alone, stay away from certain things. That, you know, that that's kind of why, you know, that's that's kind of where that that idea came from. No, you know. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if I could. Yeah, that's a- 
more of that, no more of that stuff, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, that, that's kind of where that that that's idea cool. came from. Well, like, everybody, yeah. here it is. Here's here's our guest today, Nate Mayfield, with his original song "NBS." You just heard MBS by by Nathan Mayfield. So, Nate, I'm gonna we do a, a segment called "Bout It or Doubt It" on the show, right? And if you bout it, it's just what it means. It's something you're down with, something you enjoy, something you like. If you if you doubt it, it's something you're just not feeling. Can we get you to play today? Oh, sure, I'm down. Okay, I'm about it. <laughs> cool, cool. <laughs> I started this body, body. If you bout it, get him up. 
I mean you body body. That I mean you body body. We say you body body. Uh, I represent, represent the 1990s. I doubt it. All right, Nate. So we're going to spin the wheel. We're going to get you a category. Then we're going to ask you a couple of about it or doubt it questions. All right, Nate, your category today is travel and leisure, okay? About it or doubt it, Jamaica? Oh, I'm about it. Yeah? About it. Okay. Definitely would like to go to Jamaica one day. Okay, okay. Haven't been yet? Man, I'm not much of a traveler. Okay. I haven't been to many, to many places at all, man. I'm Honestly, I'm still trying to travel uh, to a couple of states, man. I'm trying to get a couple of states out of my belt, uh, okay. under my belt, much less, much less Jamaica, you know? Okay, okay. <laughs> so, uh, well, oh, yeah. I tell you what, put that on your list as something to do. It is a beautiful place. It uh, beautiful people. Um, mm-hmm. Just a man, just a totally different vibe than what we're used to here, man. Like yeah. life operates on a whole different level there, man. And it's it's great because it's like, you know, every time every time I've touched soil in Jamaica, it feels like the moment my foot hits the ground in that country like the pressure just kind of washes away, you know? Yeah. Right. You're there. On, right. I've been there right. on vacation. I haven't had to go there for work or anything, but every mm-hmm. time I've been, I've been on vacation, but I got to tell you, man, it is a place that you got to make sure you put on your list. So make sure you make that happen for yourself. Okay. Oh yeah. We'll do. We'll All do. right. All right. Another about it or doubt it in the traveler leisure category trains about it or doubt it trains. Uh, trains, trains. I, I'm about it. Yeah. About okay. It, okay. Okay. Yeah, I've actually, I, I've actually, uh, I've been on a few trains before, man. You know, uh-huh. uh, I don't see, a, see anything wrong with, with taking a train. I actually prefer a train over over flying. You do? Honestly. Okay. 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 <laughs> yeah. So. So yeah. Yeah. I yeah. have I have a friend who's like that who prefers like he used to every year him and his family used to take a train trip, and they would go on these long train trips where they would like stay in like the you know the sleeper cars and stuff like that. So they go cross country and everything. And mm-hmm. I've I've never done that, and I'd like to do that. I think I'm I don't know what that experience will be like. So that's an experience I'd like to try too. So cool, man. Yeah, I yeah, you yeah. know I I saw something on TV not that long ago. It, they were documenting a cross country tra- rail um, trip in Canada, where it started, I think, in Montreal on the eastern side of Canada and went all the way across the country to the western side. And they showed some of the vistas and some of the some of the scenery, man. And that was absolutely gorgeous. That's one thing I think I'd like to do someday. Nice. Nice. Yeah. So how much time do you spend on making music versus doing all those things, trying to grow your career, like booking gigs and stuff like this, interviews and stuff like that? Oh man, I would say a good a good majority of my day goes to both to mm-hmm. to 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 all, to all the aspects of being a uh, a musician and doing shows. Man, um, I wouldn't say I I, I do any more than the other because I uh, I definitely like every single night I practice um, and I try to find ways to develop myself as a, as a, as a musician and as a, as an artist. And, you know, I try to find songs, you know, that, that, that I can do mm-hmm. that, um, fit, that fits what I'm doing. And, uh, and that's more so the late night shift, you know, but, um, even throughout the day, you know, I'm, you know, I'm networking and, uh, you know, trying to find opportunities, you know, for me to, uh, for me to uh, take on. And, and that, that's, that's what I do mostly, uh, 
early in the day. He's just yeah. networking and trying to find opportunities and whatnot. And gotcha. uh, yeah, so I would, you know, a good majority of my day goes to the whole shebang, man, honestly. And yeah. sometimes it gets on my wife's nerves. You know, she, <laughs> she's, all, she's like, what about me? She has to, she, we literally sometimes, she has to tell me like, all right, hey, you know, yeah. put the phone down. You know, I know you networking. I know you emailing. I know you, you know, doing this, doing that, but I need some time to it. You know, yeah. I, she's not wrong. I have to check myself sometimes because I, I definitely can get lost in it, man. But yeah. Um, but yeah. 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 I can understand that. And when you're trying, when you're growing, when you're trying to, you know, make it happen, it's, it's, you do have to be mindful of trying to work in balances, but it takes a lot to make it happen too. So oh, yeah. it takes a lot yep. of time. So yeah, you get in what you put out. Yeah, that's exactly mm-hmm. right. And that's a great, that's a really great point. So even mm-hmm. though I know you spend a lot of your time working on your craft and on, on your music, when you're not doing that, what do you like to do? How do you like to unwind and enjoy yourself? It's a good question. Um, I, uh, I'm a family man, really. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, you know, um, if, if I'm not doing music related stuff, you know, I, I spend time with my family, my kids. Uh-huh. I got up, I got three kids, um, uh, two boys and a, um, and a girl and, and, you know, we just do stuff as a family movie night. So, uh-huh. you know, we'll go, we'll go places and do things or whatnot. You know, it's, that's something I always enjoy doing, um, outside yeah. of music. So, yeah. Good. Uh, good, yeah. good, good, good. And what is something that people who who know you as a musician, what is something they'd be surprised to learn about you? Ooh, here's a good one. <laughs> um, I don't really listen to a lot of music, man. Really? Um, I, yeah, like I I don't really listen to a lot of musicians. Uh-huh. Even more surprising than that, I really don't even listen to a lot of trumpet players. Okay. Mainly because I, I really don't, want to identify as the idea of a trumpet a trumpet player when you think of a trumpet player you think of you know this this loud bling instrument marching band maybe mm-hmm. or you know high notes we never really often put it in the category in the same category as a saxophone player who's you know you when you think of saxophone it's more smooth yeah 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 you know soft and you know when i play my instrument when i play my trumpet I like to I, I like I like to go to smooth bro. I like to do you know smooth stuff. I like mm-hmm. to finesse with my instrument a little bit. I like to you know give the people something soft and mellow. You know you know that's that's kind of you really don't get that from a, a lot of a lot of a lot of trumpet players that's out there. And so you know that's why I don't um I really don't I really don't listen to a lot of trumpet players yeah um, like that. So you know it's it's interesting that I, i've heard other artists say that before and it always surprises me when they say they don't listen to a lot of music but you know yeah. it's usually one of two reasons it's one reason is that because they spend all their time working on their music so when I know, when like, that's, that's one of them. <laughs> right when that's your job it's yeah. like you want to disappear from it when it's your time right and the other yeah. one was the reason you cited is that like they don't want to they don't want to listen to so much stuff that it begins to I guess you could say invade who they are and how they create exactly. what they create, you know? That too. That too. That's the main thing, man. Like I, I wanna sound one hundred percent like like me. Yeah. I wanna I wanna I wanna give the world something they haven't they've never they haven't seen, they haven't quite seen yet, you yeah. know, in and yeah. in music and as a as a trumpet player. And if you listen to a lot of a lot of other musicians and what they're doing you're automatically subconsciously probably going to start taking on some of those habits and stuff like that so yeah that's something i I tend to stay away from 
probably more unintentionally than intentionally. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's good. That's good. Well, let's take a listen to one more of your songs. This one is called Vibe. you again everybody for listening you just heard today's guest nate mayfield with his original song vibe so nate are you a person who who tries to go to you don't listen to a lot of music but do you go to live shows to uh other concerts of other artists yeah um i actually uh was just was just at a at a, at a live show uh-huh. um the other day, not too long ago, I think it was actually last week. Last week, Tuesday, I was downtown listening to listening to a band, and they. Um, I enjoyed myself. I really enjoyed myself. I do. I know. I said I really don't listen to a lot of music, and I really don't even go to a lot of live shows. It's not because I wouldn't enjoy it, honestly, yeah. because I, I I do enjoy it um, when I do when I do get a chance to do it. It's just one of those things where you know it's just I just you know I don't I don't really do it like that, but. But yeah, I, I go to I go to shows, you know, okay. here and there, and I, and I do enjoy when I when I when I do go. Yeah, definitely. Is there somebody mm-hmm. that you haven't seen live that you would love to see live? Yeah, sure, sure, sure. I would say, uh, Win Marcellus. Oh, uh, you know, I yeah, think he, yeah, Win Marcellus. That that man is probably he. You know, he's a trumpet guy, man. Yeah. Like he, you know, he amazes me with the stuff that he's done. I, you know, I. 
I don't want to exactly be the kind of trumpet player that he is. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm trying to do something a little bit different than what he's doing. But I still have it, you know, a, a pretty, a pretty, a pretty good amount of respect for the stuff that he has done and the stuff that he's doing, man. Yeah. Um, and the level of of, of of musicianship that he's reached, man, is just, you know, it's amazing. And I would definitely, I think I'd, I, I think I, I could appreciate going, you know, seeing him, yeah, seeing, seeing him do what he do live. He is amazing. I got a chance to see him. I'm going to say it was probably three years ago. Now it was just before COVID. And mm-hmm. it was the, it was the December before COVID. He did a Christmas show, and I got a chance to go to his Christmas show, and I got a chance to go to an after party event and meet him at that event. And yeah. I mean, mu- musically, an absolute powerhouse and an absolute um, yeah. an amazing artist. But one of the things I was struck by even more than his artistry is how he brings young artists to the table, like his musical director at the time was a very, very young, uh, young man. He had a young lady singing in that show that was like 16 years old. And his keyboard player is a Milwaukee native, a guy named Dan Nimmer. And Dan Dan, is a, yep. And Dan is a pretty young guy and, and Dan holds it down, man. Like I was, I told Dan, I was like, man, he take you to church, man. You know, (laughs) Yeah. but Winton is just this, like, he's like this, like if there's a Mount Rushmore of jazz musicians, you know, yeah. the two the, the trumpet players that would be on there are him and Miles and and Winton is oh, yeah, like when you meet him, he's just an average everyday dude that is just kind and humble, but just a powerhouse man. So that's yeah, that's a that's that's a good one to see. That's a really really good one to see. Oh yeah, man, gotta pay gotta pay tribute to him, man. Yeah, if you're a trumpet player. yeah. So given yep. given your your life experiences and where you are now, what would you tell your 13 year old self about? What advice would you give your 13-year-old self about navigating through this world? Just believe in yourself. Mm-hmm. Just believe in yourself. I think that's something that's very important and, you know, um, that a person should, 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 should have within themselves is just to believe in themselves. Don't, don't look for confirmation from other people. Don't try to fit in. Yeah. You know, just be yourself. Believe in yourself. Believe in what you're doing. And if you do that, I think you got you got half half of the problems that you're gonna face in life. You got you got those solved already. That's great uh, advice. That's yeah. great advice. Good, good, good. Mm-hmm. So then I, I I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna get you to you with, with my rapid fire section here. So top three albums of all time. What are your top three? Okay, <laughs> I'm gonna throw a trumpet player in there. Okay, um, I'm gonna say Miles Davis. The um, oh man. I can't even think of. I can't even think of it. I think it's. Uh, I think it's called uh, something blue. I don't know why it's not. Yeah, that's okay. It's not there right now. Yeah, um, Miles Davis. Uh, the Miles Davis blue something. Uh-huh. And I think he has a, a, a really, a really, a really great album in that man. I, you know, he. Uh, I, I've learned a couple of those songs. Uh, actually, most of the songs that's on the album. You know, mainly when I was in high school, and I, you know, I really enjoyed those songs. That that dude, that, you know, he's a genius. Yeah. Um. So that's one of them, and then um, I would say that uh, Walter Beasley. Mm-hmm. Walter Beasley. He has a really good album. Uh, uh, album, nice and easy, is is one of the songs that's on that's on the album okay. that I like. And then um, you know, I I I would probably have to say that uh, this is probably going to be weird because uh-huh. it's not a musician. It's a it's a singer. Okay, that's okay. <laughs> But I would have to say, um, Tank. 
Okay. Tank has um, a really good album that I that I like, uh, Sex, Love, and Pain. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's 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 a real soulful album. Uh huh. That's that's why that's it, why uh, I, I I like it. Cool. Cool. Yeah. So another one is it question for you is you are having a dinner party. You can invite any three people, living or deceased. Who's coming to Nate's dinner party, and what is on the menu? <laughs> I'm having a. <laughs> I'm having a dinner party. Uh huh. I would probably say uh, MJ, mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, man. He's, okay. he's a really, really great artist, man. Yeah. That I would love to, you know, connect with and, and get some. Get, I like to pick his brain a little bit, man. And let's see here. I would probably say MJ, um, Coltrane. Uh huh. John Coltrane. Yeah. John Coltrane. And that guy did some amazing stuff, man. He sure did. I, I like to. I like to pick his brain a little bit. And um, MJ, John Coltrane, and I would say uh, Miles Davis, man. Okay. Miles Davis. Cool. I'll give it to Miles Davis. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be a heck of a party. Yeah, man. I think I think I have I I, I gained a lot of a lot of insight, you know, from that from that from that party, man, for sure. Man. Uh-huh. You know, a lot of a lot of perspective. I get a lot of perspective out of that. No doubt about Definitely. it. So what's on mm-hmm. the menu at this party? What are you serving? <laughs> what am I serving? Uh-huh. Uh huh. That's a, that's a good question, man. Um, <laughs> he just probably right. like, keep it keep it simple, man. <laughs> okay, I hear you. Yeah. I hear you. Well, good, keep, good. Keep yeah. Well, Nate, I want to thank you, man, for taking time to hang out with us a little bit today. Um, and we're very much looking forward to having you be a part of the Fresh Coast Jazz Festival. We wish you continued success, and I and I have a feeling that. Uh, Sooner than later, you're going to be talking about those days when you were just playing in Milwaukee and now you're traveling and playing all over the place. Yeah, I appreciate it, man. Thank you so much, man. And um, I appreciate you for having me on the show. Absolutely. Um, Definitely, definitely honor, man. All right, man. Well, all the best, okay? All right. Thank you. All right. All right. And once again, want to remind everybody that tickets are on sale now for the 2022 Fresh Coast Jazz Festival, August 26th and 27th at the Paps Theater in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. This year's festival features performances by Najee, Bob James, Alex Bunyon, Adam Hawley, Marcus Adams, Vandell Andrew, Gabriella Anders, PJ Spragans, and Merlon Devine. So get your tickets now by going to freshcoastjazz.com. That's our show for this week. Be sure to check out our website, freshcoastjazz.com, to sign up for our email list so you can stay up on what's going on with contemporary jazz. We'll see you next time on Fresh Coast Jazz Backstage. <laughs>